Hey, Josh, you know who my dream daddy is? All of our listeners. All of our <laughs> listeners who joined us on the Dream Daddy fundraiser last week. And especially these 30, these 40 names that I am going to read out now. <laughs> 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 but seriously, folks, um, we had a an idea to just say, you know, we've talked about dream daddy on the podcast. It's fun to play. We wanted to play with our good friend, Jared, and we thought it might be a way at a vehicle for us to, to help kind of support some really amazing organizations here in Chicago. Um, and we are blown away by y'all's generosity. Um, in yeah. that, yeah, you all donated. What's the final total? It's like $1,100. Yes. It's, $1,125. That is so wild. That money is going to be split between Brave Space Alliance and Affinity Community Services here in Chicago. Uh, both of those are awesome organizations supporting black queer youth. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm amazed. You are all the best. Truly, 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 truly the best. And, and also, I think Josh may have learned a valuable lesson about drinking games. Yeah, yeah, that I... Uh, you when you when you give a Josh when you give Josh a whiskey. <laughs> if you were not on this podcast, there was an idea at the beginning that for every fifty dollars we would do a shot of alcohol, and there was like a couple other drinking game rules that we put out. Uh, and then once we got past a hundred dollars, I like a normal person was like, I'm out, and Josh took it upon himself to cover us. I would say. Yeah, Jared did his fair share as well. Sure, sure. Are you still hungover? Uh, um, I alcohol doesn't taste the same anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I feel but, right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, all for a good cause, and really, just again, thank you so much. And I'm sure that we will be uh, doing something very similar, maybe well, with a little less alcohol soon. We will actually, uh, as we promised on the the run. Um, we will be playing part two soon because uh, we did not get so far. No. And if you want to watch that, you can catch up. It's on our YouTube channel. Um, you can stream until it. Until somebody's for... interviewing for a job. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Until one of us is up for a clerkship. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. If you could be anything, why not be By the time this episode comes out, Paula, I will have ascended to my highest form of being. Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I'm molting. <laughs> uh, no, Paula, guess what? I just uh, ordered online yesterday and is coming by Thursday of this week. I don't know. A unicycle, a monocle, a little, a little vest that you're going to wear with little, little kerchiefs in it. Nope. Am I nailing it? A KitchenAid mixer. There you go. Yeah. No, you went fancy. I went domestic. Um, no, but a fancy version of domestic. I could still, yeah, I could, I could make fancy desserts in suspenders. Would that work? Would that work for yes, you? That's, that is going to picture. <laughs> that is going to be what I picture you doing all the time at your house. Located on three six. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, throw that address out. Um, that's exciting. What color did you get? I got, um. I believe it's hold on, let me double check. It's I think it's grenadine. I don't know what that would be. It's like a deep Thanks. red. 
Pretty. It's like a deep red. It's not the imperial red or empire red. It's like a little bit darker, but it was also a hundred dollars less than the other ones. Wow. So I was like, that shade of red, good enough. That shade of red, now my favorite shade. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, Josh, you've really become quite the baker boy. I have. And I bought a new uh, cookbook from a bakery in Boston that I love. So, you know, I have have all these. I'm dreaming of, of brioche dough here. Look at you Just go. Counting little brioche sheep jumping over a brioche fence. Uh, do you want to hear a deep secret? Please. I, too, have a KitchenAid. I have heard about this. And I've this heard tale. Because I don't seem like a KitchenAid girl. No. You, that fits for you. It does not fit for me. But it was my grandma's KitchenAid in the 70s. Wait, and it's still working? Still works perfect. Still looks exactly the same as the ones now. That's exactly crazy. the same. It's like a like a cream white color. Truly, if you didn't know, you would have you would have no idea that it was from the seventies. And um, my poor sweet dad put it in a suitcase and lugged it on the Amtrak when they came and visited once. Really? Yes. It had, not even like shipping it. Just nope. like put it in a suitcase. put it in a suitcase and brought it with them on the Amtrak. Yeah, well, if that ain't the American dream, I don't know what is. I know. I know. But you'd be so mad because I just use it for, you know, I, I put, you know, my cat in there and take her on a little ride. <laughs> <laughs> not with the, you know, not with the. the not tool. with the paddle. You no, take the, you take the like, bowl out. I call it kitty carnival. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, the very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk with you about the sincere and talk. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're right. <laughs> and we're here to talk with you about the sincere and earnest topics of the day. We're here. We're talking about what's on everyone's mind. The cold, hard news. Now let's get into Russia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kim Jong-un is still alive. <laughs> Surprisingly. Putin. Uh, more like Tootin. Oh, God. I'm going to get droned. You're going to get botted. Paula, what's our topic for this week? Candy. All types of it. All types of it, honey. Paula, I have a very important question for you. Sure. What's your least favorite candy? Ooh. Well, now here's a hot take about candy is that a lot of it goddamn sucks. It does. It really does. For being a perfect food, there's so many (laughs) variations of it that are just terrible. Yeah, so I agree with this in that, like, candy, what constitutes candy is a really wide range of things. Yes. And as a result, it has the highest highs. Yes. And the lowest lows. Because it's the only genre of anything on earth. I, You know, this is kind of like what we talked about the other week where it's like, Sometimes I don't have an opinion. And then coming in here, I'm like, well, I've just decided one and I'll die for this. Sure. Yeah. This <laughs> is the hill it, I'm going to die on. It is the only category where like you have something as perfect as a, a Snickers fun size bar. Sure. A perfect food. You're not you when you're hungry. You know what I mean? <laughs> this episode then, brought to you by Snickers. And then in that same exact category, we're talking those crappy Mary Jane taffy that you get trick-or-treating that is only sold at the old people's store. Right, and right. And that's all in the same bucket. That's all yes. candy. I feel the same way about a delicious, gorgeous, 
gorgeous. Milky Way bar. That okay, you well, that put- is wrong. Milky Way's. You know what? Let's get into this from game. here until the moon. What are you like? Like, do you like three musketeers? No, I'm not a monster. <laughs> Wait, oh, go no. on though. But yeah, you could do that. You could put it in the fridge. You could put it in the freezer. Keep them cold, and then take All them right. out. Uh, a week later, you forget they're there, and then you're excited because you've got a little surprise for yourself. It's like giving oh, yourself cool. a treat in the future. Mm-hmm. But then you also have freaking good and plenties, the chalk of candy. Like little, just little, like imagine having Tic Tacs without That's- any kind of flavor. Well, they're black licorice. Good and plenties are black licorice. That only tastes like ass to me. Right? Am I wrong on that? Let me look. I don't think they have flavor. They might nominally be black licorice, but more like it just tastes like nothing. It just yes. tastes like... Okay, well then you are broken because it, they're black licorice, which has, a, which has a very distinct taste and that taste is horrible. But I'll tell you what, I just went on <laughs> the old website uh, that I don't want to give a promotion to, but but we'll say it's, it's Jeff Bezos' big moneymaker. And you mm-hmm. can get yourself a Five pound bag of good and plenty for thirteen dollars. Doesn't that feel like a really good deal? No, because then you have to eat the good and plenty. I mean, that just feels like a lot of it. Yeah, but Paula, are you trying to make a secondary mar- candy market? You know, it's like uh, it's like how they say, like one of those. Uh, you know, if you can ever get into it, a really good job is a vending machine. What? No, I think that made sense. <laughs> Wait, a really good job is vending machine. If you can be one of the kind of people that owns a vending machine company, that's actually like an awesome, it's an awesome like company to have. Because you just the sell, resell things? on investment. Okay. I will not any further questions. Okay, sure. Okay, sharks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Josh, but I did just stumble into something that I think is kind of fun. Okay. I found while on my website that I don't want to, you know, bambazon.com. Yep. I found a 1990s retro candy gift box. Okay. I will tell you some of the candies. You tell me if you remember what they are. Okay, perfect. I don't know how this bit will go. Some pretty great pictures, though. Wonderful for our audio medium. Ready. Perfect. Okay. Push pops. Just say I yay or nay if you like push. Them. Yes. Yes. Hubba bubba. Bubble tape. Oh, yeah. 100%. You got to have that on the Little League field. Mamba candy. No idea what that is. They're like the little chewy things. Uh, cry babies. Sure. Those ones. What, sorry, say it again. Cry babies. That is oh. ringing a bell. I don't yes. know if They're I can. They're the really sour kind. Oh, my mouth is puckering just thinking about it. Oh, yeah, because they make you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Oh, ooze tube. I forgot about ooze tube. That was just a tube that looked like a toothpaste tube. In fact, it was probably a recycled one filled with sugary ooze, and you just squeeze it on your gosh dang tongue. Well, it's like that and um and fun dip. Yeah. Always felt like they were like. Fun dips on so- here too, yeah. Yeah, it felt like you were like. Somehow they turned a chore or a drug into yeah. a candy. Definitely the real gateway drug is an ooze tube. Yeah. Uh, push pops. You said push pops, I think. Edit that not? one out. Um, oh, baby bottle pops. Baby bottle pop. 
baby bottle pop. And then the one that I think is the the most iconic '90s candy of all: Winter Fresh gum. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, you think about like the way that uh, candy cuisine went through, like we really went through a winter fresh phase, you know what I mean? Like as opposed to like the 80s were spearmint and the 2000s were uh, another type of gum. Yeah, (laughs) they were five gum flavored. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you know what was horrible in the past? Mostly everything. Every goddamn thing. Can you imagine living in the past? I mean, 2020 sucks. Like, don't get me wrong. But everything in the past was horrible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing redeeming about it. Yeah. And it was horrible for most people. For most people. And those dummies didn't even have the internet. Mm-hmm. Which we thought would help. Didn't. The internet didn't. did not help. Um, But you know what sucks the most in the past? Well, I wouldn't say that. There's okay. some really terrible I was about to about. say, maybe... Oh, beep, 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 beep. You know what sucks in the most in the past was their terrible treatment of everyone who wasn't a straight white landowning man. But you know what else really sucks in the past? What? Their goddamn candy. Yep. Have you ever been to a historical reenactment town? And then you go to that general store and they're like, here's the candy and it's garbage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's also like a... If you go to vacation spots, the candy in vacation towns is the same way. It's always saltwater taffy or something like that. Saltwater taffy does roll. For about three minutes. Yeah. And then you're like, I am going to be chewing this saltwater taffy for the rest of my life. And that's how these pilgrims died. That's and how. Also, <laughs> and also you can only buy it in five pound bags. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Because they know. They get it. It's a smart business model. They're like, you. we know you want, you need that taste. You yeah. need that little taste. And all we're selling is fudge and saltwater taffy. Now, I'm going to say something And you got to buy it in 10-pound bags. Yes. I got to say something controversial. What? Is fudge good? Some is fudge is fudge good. Beyond the little sample that you get for free when you're acting like you're interested in buying. Good. So because that, it's the kind of thing that you ha- take a bite and you're like, this is amazing. I should only eat fudge. And then by the second bite, your body starts like going into shock. Yeah. It's like, this is too much sugar. Yeah. Too um, much even me. And I only eat sugar. Paul, you're, uh, we've thrown out a number of radical ideas on this podcast, both from a revolutionary sense and from a like, hell yeah, radical <laughs> kind of revolutionary <laughs> radicals. Yeah. Um, I think this is both your hottest and your most accurate take that you've done on this in all 60 episodes of this podcast. Ultimately, fudge is bad. Fudge? Well, no, that fudge, outside of, I don't want more than a Dixie cup worth of fudge. Yeah. Like, that's the unit. The little, like, paper things. Yeah. Like, that little square... And I can eat as many of those individual bites of different flavors of fudge yes. as but possible. the more you have, the more you're like, I should buy some. This is so good. But then that's the trap. That's the trap you're falling into. That's the trap you're falling Wow. This is an incredible take. And they sell fudge in increments of pounds. Yeah, right. Like meat. Being like, it's not like, oh, I'd like a small human amount. They're like, you want a fourth a pound? You want a half a pound? You want two pounds? You want 12 pounds? Right. And it's not like, again, like with meat, 
you might have a local butcher who you're like, I'm going to help out. This person always gets me the, the right slice. And you're like, you're not coming in and being like, Wednesday, Johnny, could I have a, could I get two pounds of your white chocolate? <laughs> okay. That's another hot take. White chocolate is crap. White chocolate sucks. White it's chocolate terrible. Sucks. terrible. Terrible. It's terrible. Terrible. Garbage. Awful, 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 Earnestly awful. hate it. Er, that, uh, you know what? That is the candy I hate the most, white chocolate. Really? Really? Just straight up white chocolate? It's so disgusting. Yeah, well, it's not actually chocolate. It never, it doesn't actually use. It's an use... imposter. I know. Um, but let's get back to the fudge thing on hand. I'm happy we agree on this. Yes, me too. It doesn't happen often, but listeners, it took 60 episodes and we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, I agree. It's. But it's also, it's funny that, like, Fudge is trying to edge into the ice cream game. Have you noticed that recently? That they're like, people seem to like mix-ins. And we're like ice cream, but you don't want the whole thing. And it doesn't melt when you, in the same way when it's done. So it doesn't go away. You'd still, like a block of blob and th- but they're still being like we've got mint chip fudge yeah I don't we've want got that. coffee oreo fudge well and i do need to say that to me hot fudge is different than a piece of fudge hot fudge Agreed. on ice cream long live yeah candy shell anything like that sure that's also a 90s thing you remember that thing where you would uh it was like hot fudge that you'd squeeze and then it would uh, harden into a shell that you could hit with your spoon and it would break open. What a like, wild time. What a, honestly, the ingenuity of the time. Oh God. Can you imagine living in the nineties? <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get back to um, really did any of those old fashioned kind of towns sells shit candy. Well, yeah, it's like, it's funny because like what was candy at that time? I honestly think that in the past, and this is probably, it's a half-informed take here, sugar was really hard to come by, so, like, nothing was sweet. Right. It was, like, expl- it was expensive to get sugar, so things weren't sweet, so you'd have to sweeten things by, like, using fruit and things like that. Ugh. But it means that everything tastes like a bad granola bar. It's either, like, a car- like a bad caramel. Yeah. Or, like basically a Nutri-Grain bar or like what's the, the nature's Valley bars where you open them up and they're like, <coughs> and fall into a thousand oat pizzas. Big Newton. Yes. Ugh. And I think you hit something on the head because it is not just, it is not just the past. Although like when you do like visit an old timey town and they try to force you to eat their, their salt licorice or whatever. It is also these little weird tourist towns that parents like. Mm-hmm. That there's always a candy store that has bad options. Yeah, and you're like you're really excited about like the penny candy store when you sure. go with your family to Cape Cod, and you're like, oh, I can pay for this because I, a child, have five dollars and I can right. get as much candy as I want. Right. And in some cases, it's really great because you'll get those like, um, like gummy, not like gummy worms, but like the like gummy straws, like the full versions of that. You can do those. They look beautiful in that they're neon but then like it's just like it's all licorice based it's all licorice based or it's all like um what are those things that look beautiful but taste like garbage oh meringues candy buttons yes yes or like dots yes you know the sheets of paper that's what i'm talking about yeah we're like you yeah you you'd you'd like peel them off and eat half of the paper and just like chalk they just taste like a little sweet 
Yeah, and you know that they were using child labor to create those in a factory, so it's like the effort that went into making these terrible dots cannot be greater than the enjoyment of these dots. Normally, look, child labor, their little hands are so good at crafting things. Oh, yeah, for sure. This, for is, sure. A that, this is a joke. <laughs> you, I would never let an adult do my sugar work. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, the... um. I think that we're honing in on this is that old timey candy mm -hmm. is either like not sweet or chalk based. I think that's what it is. It's like, also I'm from Boston. I will always stand the Necco or Nabisco company, but Necco wafers absolutely blow. Those are those like little discs. They're like discs. It's like if Tums were a candy. Um, well, you know what else I think we're getting into? The what? little weird things that make up the economy of a tourist town your parents like. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you have the weird little candy shop that only has a couple options that you actually want. And, yes. and also, they're also their chocolate options are like nut and raisin clusters. Yes. It's, they're making the cardinal sin of only having nut and only having chocolates with nuts in them. Well, it's definitely with mix-ins. Tailored to uh, your parents or grandparents on a weekend getaway. See what you're getting also into here is like it's the it's the trifecta of mm -hmm. a tourist town. It's the father, son, and Holy Ghost with them being uh, bad candy. Actually, I guess it's four. Ugh, the try the square the father, the diamond son, father, son, Holy Ghost, and their friend Greg. <laughs> yes, exactly. Which are bad candy, mm -hmm. saltwater taffy, mm -hmm. fudge, and brittles. That's all in the same place. And, yeah. and it's, uh, yes. But you know what else? There's some other things always in that town. Okay, please. Um, the first one that comes to mind is an olive oil store. Paul, you're just, you're crushing it this morning. Thank you. I, yes, there's an olive oil store. There's I would always also an olive oil store and there's little cups. And then they're like, you can try all the olive oil. And you're like, that's fun. And then you try two and you're like, I'm just eating olive oil. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> bougie thing that i know uh nice olive oil should make you cough that's why you're always coughing and, and then yeah, I'm constantly you're always drinking it in your water bottle yeah i'm always just taking shots of oil this one's a two coffer uh, <laughs> <laughs> you listeners you wouldn't know how many coughs we have to edit out of this podcast on a regular basis downing it i call it my funny juice <laughs> um also there has to be a store where your dad considers buying the t-shirt. Yep. And then yep. he considers buying one for the whole family. And then the price is a little high. And then it's a 50-50 shot if he actually gets it. Yep. Yep. The and it usually has like um like a little emblem on the front and then a big and emblem. And then something on the, on the back. back. Exactly. <laughs> and it says where it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being from Massachusetts, all of my bougie ass uh kids who went to my school all went to like Nantucket and shit or like had cape houses and we didn't have those but they all came back with like they got the like the black dog shirt you know what i mean and big like all dog. The, what big dog big no there's also big dog which is separate there's the black dog there's which was like a dog and a big dog i forgot about big dog black dog is like almost like a like a vineyard vines kind of like i'm freaking out but I forgot about big dog. I can't believe these are different. You know, I went through a big, big dog phase. Really? 
that. I went through I went through a and one guy phase. I don't know what that is. It was like, remember, so like Air Jordan had that like guy mm-hmm. doing the jump. Like the Jordan brand has that. And one was a brand that tried to like copy that. Okay. Hold on, let me find it. So this company was a '90s created company. Oh yeah, I remember that. The like, uh, it's like a drawing of a man with too many abs. Yeah, he's like ripped as hell, but has no face. I I do hate that. Which actually, as I am sitting here watching this, uh, as I'm sitting here looking at this, I for real cannot make this up. Last night watched Pan's Labyrinth for the first time, the scary film by Guillermo del Toro. No. Very good. I don't watch movies. Got it. Um, there is a character who is terrifying, who's got eyes on their hands, but no eyes. Oh, and- yeah, it's what art school guys always are for Halloween. Yes, exactly. Um, but what if this is this and one guy? Everyone look it up. It's A-N-D and then the number one. You'll remember it from uh, all the worst boys including myself uh, in elementary school playing pickup basketball really badly uh, at recess. But it's just like, what if this guy is the Pan's Labyrinth monster? Mm. And he's just really great. He just, he stopped eating children and just learned how to hoop. This is such an incredibly niche joke, and I hope the one person out there who understands is loving it right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are finding these, like, little itty-bitty... This is a joke (laughs) specifically for Josh, based on Josh's interests. And the things that Josh has done recently, Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, things that movies that came out anytime recently are in this cultural zeitgeist. Sure. Sorry, I can't shout vaping. But also, what if this art film character was actually a major sports brand logo? Um, Okay, so I'm going to move on past this because I have nothing else to contribute. Okay. To the and one guy. But God, I hope for the other person out there. I hope for the Josh's twin listening. They're loving it right now. Yeah. Um, Can we do a a quick ranking? I I am on the Big Dogs website. Sure. And I'm going to give you the top three logos and I want you to rank them. Okay. I'm going to Google this real fast on my end too. No, you can't. You can't look at them. I can't look at them. Okay. No. All right. So I'm going to give you three and you have to tell me you have to rank them. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number one, I'm having a great day. Don't screw it up. And then a, a picture of a dog with sunglasses. Okay. Okay. Number two, if YouTube MySpace, I'll Google your Yahoo. And then it's the, actually, it's the exact same picture of the dog in sunglasses. <laughs> okay. One more time, if YouTube MySpace, I'll Google your Yahoo. And the last one, I'm retired, but I work full time as a pain in the ass. <laughs> I kind of want that last one. I know. <laughs> I really, I think I want to wear it. I think I want to wear a big dog shirt that says I'm retired, but I'm still, I still work as a pain oh, in the ass. That's my number one. That's my number one. Okay. Um, I think my number two is whatever the first one was. Mm-hmm. And then I dislike the second one because it's. The first act- one was, uh, ha- I'm having a great day. Don't screw it up. It's kind of simple, but I do like it. Yeah. It's simple to the point. The third one is trying too hard to be like, I don't understand technology. 
It's like, all right, well, you probably bought this online at this point. Like, you know, and MySpace hasn't been a thing for years. So that's true. What's your ranking? Well, I think probably the same, but I did just find another that I'm going to send to you that simply says, let's ride big dogs. And then it's a big dog (laughs) on a motorcycle. And I kind of am thinking that's the new being earnest merch. Oh, wow. This has really taken me back somewhere. I know, I know. Uh, to your, to the, it was you in that A one sauce shirt. Isn't that what it was called? Your bas- your basketball A one sauce. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's you in that, and then the other little bad kids in big dogs. But Josh- well, so let's be honest, Paula. It wasn't a shirt. It was a. It was a. Uh, a tank top. Oh, a tank top. <laughs> yeah. a lifestyle. Um, Josh, please, 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 Ernie's and Bert's. What if instead of selling being Ernest merch, which is coming? It um, actually is coming. Actually we have something happened. in the upper. Very good. Um, what if instead of being Ernest Merch, we just sold big dog shirts? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like our calling card. Like, like it all, every being Ernest listener, we're all getting matching let's ride big dogs shirts. Well, it's like, yeah, well, it's like if we have a live show at some point in the near future, at any point, like we're not allowed to have live shows probably until 2021, but listeners, Write this down. If and when we have a live show, I want every single person in the audience to be wearing a big dog shirt in the way that like juggalo culture doesn't. It's got like other accoutrements that you have to understand. Like if everyone was in a big dog shirt and that's just a like, it's like, oh, yeah, being Ernest fans wear big dog shirts and you you don't have to explain it. Specifically, let's ride big dogs. <laughs> I love maybe it. Our, uh, maybe we start referring to our listeners as big dogs. <laughs> I love it because I like the let's ride big dogs because one, it's not a pun. It's just a statement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's a challenge. Let's ride big dogs. And also it's really important. I tell you that the front, so that's on the back is a, I'll paint the picture a little bit clearer. It's um kind of tattoo font that says let's ride big dogs. And then it's a, a dog kind of a hot dog wearing a bandana and sunglasses and leather in um one of those motorcycles that you're sitting low with the high. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, with the high handlebars. High yeah. Handlebars and flames on it. And it says, let's ride big dogs. But then the front is just the big dogs logo. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like a normal dog. Yeah. I'm getting to it. Cartoon dog. Yeah. Let's ride big dogs. I'd also like to extend the honor, or I guess technically dishonor of old candies i am so excited that we are talking we're like we earnestly love candy and then this whole episode has been like this one sucks that one sucks and i love that uh, yeah amazing oh you, you don't need us to tell you candy's great no because everyone's got their own candy thing there's yeah. you know there's clearly good ones and then there's also ones where it's like they've got cult followings like i love a york peppermint patty certain people don't like them because they're too minty i don't like whoppers because i don't like the malted milk certain people like them what we know that that we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the hard-hitting issues yes and the hard-hitting issue here is that yes the hard-hitting issue in the news is that i have been catching up on great british baking show which is long overdue we talked about this last week and Honestly, the thing that they don't talk about and the seedy underbelly seedy uh, is that most British desserts suck. Go on. They're terrible. They're like, we've got like, it's all persimmons. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, we've asked you to make a wafer thing wafer. 
covered with a meringue cream. And then you stack that six high. The real challenge here is making sure the fruit, which is just bad ones, figs and raisins, don't fall to the bottom. <laughs> it's really going to take a lot of work. It must be perfect. And <laughs> it's just like, it's all like terrible fruit breads that aren't sweet. And they're like, that cookie isn't crunchy enough. Ew. And I'm like, that's not the point. It's supposed to be like a half-baked cookie, Mary Berry. Oh. You look great, but like you can't. You can't. I don't want I don't want to signature crunch on my chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think that there's a lot of reasons why the American revolutionaries decided to rebel against sure. Britain. Mm-hmm. But I definitely think that desserts had to be one of them. Yeah, totally. They had to be like, yours all suck. I, we know ours are going to be good. And also, what the hell happened in England? What happened in that channel? Because the French desserts? Fucking incredible. Crabon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, are you fluent? Thank you. <laughs> um, just amazing. They're like, we've had the opportunity to experiment with butter. And we well, found that if you just keep putting butter and flour on top of each other, it remains fucking delicious. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I am actively reading a book about the French Revolution. <laughs> sure. Totally. And they had, and, and not a, you know, whatever. They had so many revolts. Yeah. They had so many revolts. They were so bad at government. They sure. They were so terrible at that. That, like, thank God they got one thing right, you know? Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of what I have to say about that. Yeah, totally. And also just the fact that everything is in England is called pudding. Ugh. Even savory. Yeah. The fact that you have to, with the desserts, be like, and for your dessert, would you like that to be sweet or savory? I'm like, no, I want They offer savory pudding for dessert? I Maybe. I don't know. It's a weird, fucked up place that just left the EU. Our British, our British listener, and we know we have one. There's one. Uh, yeah, and then the one person in Australia who's like, we're kind of like them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Britain... Let's get earnest. Britain does a lot of great things, right? That's why they call it Great Britain. <laughs> it wouldn't be Great Britain if it was if it was bad. So good at big clocks. Yep, amazing. Good music, very good music. Hmm. Um. Did I say the big clocks? You did say the big clocks. Beautiful buses. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful buses, but the desserts are bad. And you know, I have never been to the UK. Hmm. Um, nor have I seen Great British Bake Off because I'm allergic to that. Um, but <laughs> You're I, allergic to earnestness? <laughs> I'm so allergic, you're allergic to feel-good shows. I'm allergic to, uh, I'm allergic to um, ba- uh, cooking shows where there's not like a host screaming in your face that you're doing a bad job. Gotcha, gotcha. Positive <laughs> experiences yes. is what we're talking about. Yes. Um, but I do know that British desserts are, are, are a handful because... I'm well aware of the Harry Potter series. Yes. Well aware. You're telling me you could invent anything in the world and they chose to invent jelly beans that taste like barf. (laughs) That's unhinged. You're a wizard, Harry. Have some of these ass beans. (laughs) (laughs) So, Paula. So, Josh. You have recently inherited a chocolate factory. What? 
yeah, like, did you not get that when we went through, the two of us went through all those various uh, whimsical tasks? Yeah. And the man in the purple suit was like, people were just dying left and right. And we... Yeah. went through I we were remember this yeah we we did it. it was like a couple months ago i know it was before quarantine and like it feels like that was forever ago that like anything that happened before we all went in, before the pandemic felt like forever ago yeah. but yeah no you are expected to run this chocolate factory what yeah you I inherited it business accoutrement <laughs> well that's why you brought me along you were like josh i have no business accoutrement and i was like accoutrement <laughs> means like other things on the side do you mean like acumen and you're like i mean accoutrement and then you <laughs> slap me in the face and then we went in and like someone drowned in a river and someone yeah. else got stuck in a tv they did all have it coming for doing tiny minor infractions yeah they had a lot of microaggressions <laughs> but then we almost got yelled at because we like did something but then you uh, did a, i ate you know, that bubble yeah, you ate that bubble, and then we burped a lot, and we thought that was really funny. Even though, and we were both like, we paid a lot of money to do comedy in Chicago, and somehow this burping thing is funnier than anything we've thought of. But yeah, no, you own a factory now. We we need to make a plan. Sorry, we don't own a factory. You own a factory. Women, it's a woman-owned business. <laughs> Girl boss, entrepreneur. Girl chocolate. Chocolate for girls. Yes, queen, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paula, I do have to put this across your desk. Um, My it seems like... Desk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything sticks to it. Yes, it's very impractical. All my papers are stained. <laughs> yeah. And just try kissing someone on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your room is also incredibly cold so that it keeps... it, it like So that it will keep its shape. Yeah. And there's... Lots of bite marks taken out of various places on this. I get hungry. <laughs> um, yeah, so... And I had the lawyers look at this, Paula, and and I can't make heads or tails of it, but it seems like you are... And the legal word is responsible for... <laughs> like four dozen employees slash... Yeah. Wards. Wards? Yeah, yeah. wards. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and oh, uh, wait, Josh, I forgot to leave out food for the Oompa Loompas. <laughs> They've wait, been in there for months. <laughs> oh God. Oh, oh no. No, I was I knew I was forgetting something. <laughs> oh no. You were switching task management tools, and that has to be the thing that fell by the wayside. Oh no. Oompa Loompa. <laughs> <coughs> oh, I feel bad. <laughs> this is the Donner party all over again. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. And I do have a statement here that they would like to unionize. All right. Shut the whole goddamn factory down. <laughs> you all lost your jobs. Girl boss. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm very pro union. I think everyone uh, should unionize. I think, Everyone. Is, I think I should unionize against you. <laughs> what? No, that's not how this works. I'm not your employer. <laughs> I own some of the recording equipment. That's it. <laughs> no one's paying Union. us to do this. Union. <laughs> um, it does also say here in the contract that you do have to marry Willy Wonka. How you feel about that? Which Willy Wonka? Not Johnny Depp. All right. Gene Wilder. All right, then, then I'm a yes. <laughs> <laughs> hard yes for Gene Wilder. Here's the thing. I don't care for Johnny Depp. 
I wouldn't marry him in or out of any character. Sure. Seems like a bad, annoying man. Yeah. But Gene Wilder, fully in character as Willy Wonka, wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Just like, just sad enough. Just sad enough. (laughs) He does have a temper, like a little annoying child, though. Yes, for sure. And that I would kick him out of bed for. (laughs) Eat all the crackers you want. I'm glad to see you eating something that's not candy for once. Yeah. But this temper has got to go. Yeah. (laughs) I think my favorite thing about us talking about dating Willy Wonka is that we both think that maybe we've talked about this recently. Yeah, I think we can't remember, and it's burning in our hearts so bad that we both said, Well, we have to. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. It's not a thing that I can keep inside. No. And also, we've done a full years worth of episodes so there's not going to be more content it's just the same content repackaged in different ways we're the taco bell of podcasts it's the same ingredients people (laughs) you're getting the chalupa instead of (laughs) open your eyes sheeple we're giving you the chalupa instead of the (laughs) instead of the the quesadilla it's just fried this time um, but okay, so what do we think a relationship with Willy Wonka? Uncle Handax. <laughs> what do we think in a relationship with Willy Wonka would be like? Um, exciting. Definitely. The man, fun. The man knows theatrics. It'd look, be dramatic. Look, here's the thing. He does have a hot air balloon. And that seems kind of fun. And that's hot in and of itself. That's a hot, that's a hot thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh great fitting suit. Obviously knows how things should be tailored. Knows how to dress. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, but that being said, I do feel like we'd function more better, more better. I do feel like we'd function more better as friends. Yeah, but he does have that, like, I've been isolated from people and don't know how to. So have I for three months. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say it's just a very, like, I can change him kind of energy. See, I don't have that part of my brain. That makes you want to change people? Yeah. I'm like, ugh, what you see is what you get. Get out of (laughs) here. No one's getting better. No one's getting worse. Um, Yeah. I think, okay, here's what I think my relationship with Willy Wonka would be. Please. Um, Yeah. So I think that uh, Willy and I have a real will they, won't they kind of energy. Willy they, won't they. Willy they, won't they. See, uh, he owns a chocolate factory and I host a chocolate podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, called Let's Talk About It. Wait, that's so good. It's about chocolate and sidewalk chalk. Yeah. Let's talk about it. And honestly, I honestly, you have so many listeners on let's talk about it that I'm just when I emailed you cold. Yeah. To be like, Paula Skaggs, would you be willing to make this podcast with me? Yeah. Being earnest. I was just amazed that you even responded. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, so anyway, so then I kind of let you sometimes host. I don't let you co-host. Let's talk about it. But I let you be like on the drums. <laughs> like, but that's. Yeah, oh, I do a lot of the Foley work. I'm a producer on Let's Talk About It. And honestly, as much as I have creative visions that I might want to express, I know that at the end of the day, my role is such that, I mean, I'm there to support you. Thank you. And Let's Talk About It is, it is huge. Oh, my God. It is so incredible. And in Germany. 
Yes. Phoebe, the Germans love Let's Talk About oh, It. I'm constantly going on worldwide tours for Let's Talk About It. And guess what? Not a lot of chocolate news. So it's it's a lot of things that are pretty similar to this episode of the podcast we've done. Yeah. You know? And Which sometimes it. makes me feel a little bit weird that like, it's almost like we do the bits here and then you sometimes do a, a revised edited yeah. version on Let's Talk About It. Yeah. And um, I don't, we don't what need do to... Do about it? And we don't need to talk about it right now, but maybe off, off mic we could uh, we could talk a little bit about um, how I might be able to maybe contribute a little bit more to let's talk let's- about it. I feel like I've been working on it for about a year now, and um, I have a hey, lot Josh? to say. Hey, Josh, let's talk about it is worth billions. <laughs> um. So anyway, Willie and I have a real will they won't they energy. Um, and you and I, as the host and the producer of Let's Talk About It, are invited to the uh, annual Oompa Loompa. Christmas party. Yeah. Holiday party. They don't really go by the Christian calendar. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's that's really Judeo-Christian, uh, Abrahamic religion centric to think that Oompa Loompas <laughs> follow the follow the, the Gregorian calendar and They're- worship the Lord on high Jesus H. Yeah. Christ. It's really weird. Their Christmas party is just celebrating a guy named Chris and it's in mid-August. <laughs> it's they kind of a wasted. summer fling. They yeah. Wasted. They have the little, uh, yeah, the like liqueur chocolates. Yes, and that's that. Everyone gets there's a a lot of smooching at this party. Four of them die every year. They do stunts. (laughs) 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 They get real drunk, and the Olympians are like, "Check this shit out!" And then they just jump from a building. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Check this out!" They dive into the chocolate pool. They do not emerge. They just think they're better at stunts. They're not good at stunts. <laughs> it's like people who think they're good at pranks and it's just mean. Yeah, exactly. So I'm at um I'm at the party as the celebrity guest. It's me and the impractical jokers. <laughs> I'm just I love the idea that I just like the idea that it's not has nothing to do with just the doopalipas are not good at stunts but they think they're good at stunts they really got me and it's but it's just outside of all of the like they're orange they have green hair they're kind of whimsical it's just they think they're good at stunts and they're not good at stunts as as a culture Maybe species, we don't know, but unilaterally, it is encouraged and maybe even bred to to believe that you will be good at stunts. You don't, they're so bad at them. They're just jumping. Oh, shit. It's like they just love jackass and they're terrible at it. There's always Olympus as a culture as a species are obsessed with Johnny Knoxville. Yeah. All they do is watch the X Games. <laughs> These Olympus are like, check this shit out. And they're sticking firecrackers up their nose. <laughs> When they're off shift, all they're doing is just kicking each other in the nuts. <laughs> I think that's gonna do it for us. And I didn't finish. Anyway, Willie you <laughs> and I kiss and nothing ever comes of it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't decide we're better off as friends. 
after an adult conversation. <laughs> Meanwhile, behind us, the Oompa Loompa <laughs> <laughs> have set a fire in the room. <laughs> I'm saying I'm going to jump over this shit on a skateboard. <laughs> Oh, they've built an entire giant slingshot. <laughs> I just gonna throw. <sighs> I think that's gonna do it for I us. Think it's gonna do it for us. <laughs> Thank you for spending another week with us and our whatever the fuck we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're deep into quarantine, folks, and we appreciate you virtually being in the room with us. We are in different rooms um, because we are also urging you in the quarantine and in the pandemic. Please wear a mask. It's such an it's such an easy thing to do. Just wear a mask. Just wear a mask. The Oompa yeah. Loompas, the Oompa Loompas do not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's time for our weekly signature segment, Earnest Moment of the Week. Matra. It's quarantine, and we keep forgetting to ask for them. So please oh. send them in. Yes, please. Yeah, we don't have any this week. Um, you can send them in by messaging us um, on social media or shooting us an email. Everywhere we are being earnest pod. So that's your social and being earnest pod at gmail.com. If you want to email us, you can also, we have a web form on our website where sometimes people put them in and it's actually really convenient because then we have a history of where they were. Um, but I actually have something I'd like us to discuss just for a, a mini moment. Yes. Since it's a, it's an important topic that goes back to, uh, the core of our friendship and our first episode. Did you see that there is a petition to change Columbus, Ohio, to Flavortown, USA. Oh my God. It makes me so happy. Our friend Jared sent this to us. Yes. Um, it makes me so happy. And I beg, look, if the mayor of Columbus is listening and mayor, I know you're a big fan of the pod. Mm-hmm. Please do it. Please. I will. Josh and I will move in. Yeah. We'll bring our ad revenue oh, to your state, to your city. Money. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's kind I think of, that it's it, so perfect. And, you know, Guy Fieri, you know I'm a huge Guy Fieri fan. Sure. But Guy Fieri is such a good person. He actually is. Guy Fieri rules. He is a man living his dream, and he is taking the abundance that comes with it and sharing it with the world. He deserves a city named after him. And then he needs to become the mayor, doesn't he? Yes. Technically. Oh, I guess that's God. the thing is he does need to be the mayor of Flavortown. Can you imagine if somebody else was the mayor of Flavortown? That would get really confusing because then they would have to drive the convertible. Yeah, I know. Those really big sunglasses to fill. Yes. Thank you so much to our good friend Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at @rbcruiser. And let me say, you want to follow her on Instagram if you are not. It is a delight across the board. Just so fun. Uh, also, thank you to our good friend Dylan Dutch for the wonderful theme song. He is at Twitter. Uh, at, he is on Twitter at, <laughs> at Dylan Dutch. D-O-E-T-C-H. Another amazing follow. And until next week, let's ride, big dogs. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Stay safe and we'll see you next week. <laughs>